We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, then you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to Indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adopt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list is truly endless. So from blue light glasses to red light therapy to EMF management and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern-day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. What's really cool is that Bond Charge ships worldwide and in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket with no hidden costs. They have really easy returns and exchanges. They even have a 30-day trial and they have a 12-month warranty. Go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off your first order. That's bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this very special episode of Manifest with Tori DeSimone. I am absolutely thrilled to have a guest on today's podcast, and I feel like this is almost like one of my first official interview guests, and I'm really excited about it because, you know, I've had my friends on, including like Brooke, Gretchen, um, Katie Brennan, Danielle, Lindsay, like a bunch of my friends have been on and I'm so grateful that some of my friends like Gretchen and Brooke have these amazing podcasts as well. But it's always been such an organic interview. And I've always been a girly of like solo episodes. And you guys know that I love solo episodes. But once I learned about Natalie actually through um, being a sponsor of this podcast, I just knew that I wanted to talk to her more. Um, I wanted to talk to her more about her company in garden. I wanted to know a lot more about microgreens. And I just knew you guys would find a lot of value in Natalie and what she has to say. She's truly a remarkable person. And I can't wait for you guys to listen to her insight and her view from being a scientist and now being a CEO of a company and her love for health and fitness and specifically microgreens and what they can do for your body. It's a really impactful episode and I'm thrilled to have Natalie on as a guest today and I'm really, really excited for you guys to listen to our interview. Um, it was like my first time like doing like a whole Zoom moment. So I tried my best with the audio. Um, I'm going to continue to like work on it for future interviews because I had a really good time with this one. So I definitely want to continue to do interviews every now and then. Um, you guys know I love solo episodes. So I'll definitely make those like the majority on my show. But I think 
health is wealth, baby. No, that's not at all what I meant to say. Knowledge. I meant to talk about knowledge, not health. What's that thing? Like knowledge is power. Yeah, but that's not what I want. Like I just want an abundance of knowledge. Anyway, whatever. We'll get on to the incredible interview with Natalie in a couple of minutes. First, I want to talk about myself, of course. Um, So guys, how is everyone's week going? Happy Monday. Happy freaking October. I think October is the best month of the year by far because the weather starts to get crispy and um, it's like acceptable to drink pumpkin spice lattes in October. Like August 23rd, they're rolling out. I'm like, this is unbelievable. But now that it's October, I'm like, give it to me. I'm not holding back anymore, baby. I get one month a year to go crazy on pumpkin. I'm doing it and I'm doing it good. So I'm thrilled that it's October. I actually can't believe that it's October, but I love October and I've loved it for as long as I can remember. Like I think I remember being in seventh or ninth grade. It definitely was in eighth grade. <laughs> and I was like thrilled for it to be October. I literally bought a new notebook and I was like October goals, which is so funny because now I'm making a planner where you guys will actually write down like your manifestations and goals and plan out your months and make them intentional. Um, I'll talk about the planners in a second as well. But yeah, I freaking love October. So happy October. Uh, what are you guys being for Halloween? I feel like I haven't had Halloween plans since I was 12. Um, last year, we went to a like little house party moment. Um, and I Irish goodbye because I was bored. It was like 10 p.m. And I'm like, I am leaving. So I left, um, which was great. But yeah, what are you guys doing? Like, what do you guys do? Like, I'm 23, but I feel like no one goes to bars on Halloween. I know a lot of people go to like shows and concerts and stuff, which would be fun if I liked shows and concerts. I don't really love them. Um, and I don't really like house parties. So what do I do? And my parents don't live in a neighborhood where I can like have where there's like not trick or treaters here. And I moved in yesterday to an apartment and there's definitely not trick-or-treaters at the apartment so it's not even like I can like give candy out to kids that are trick-or-treating so like what do I do what are you guys doing can you let me know please and also let me know what you're being if you're dressing up like if I don't have anywhere to go do I need to dress up I don't think so I'll dress up for like a spin class because I teach the day before Halloween so of course I'll dress up for spin one year I was workout Barbie that was like so fun which I'd be this year for spin Mm, I'll think about it um but yeah, I don't know. My idea is I saw it on TikTok and I'm like, oh my God, genius. I actually forget her name, but in a Cinderella story when they show up at the ball and like the mean girl is up at the top of the steps with like her two friends and she like looks like um, like an angel. She looks like so good. That's what I want to be this year. I forget her name, but I should figure that out so that when people ask me, what are you? I can actually explain it very well. Um, but yeah, let me know what you guys are being. Um, TikTok is... Well, I deleted TikTok again because every time I'm on TikTok, I spiral, like not kidding. Like I literally like start to question myself and I feel myself getting kind of crazy. So I always delete it. But when I was on it, like the girls in like September, August were like, this is what you guys should be for Halloween. I'm like, oh my God, girls like plan it this far in advance. So let me know what I should be because I have no idea, but let me know what you guys are being as well. I want to talk to you about Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. 
Um, someone commented on, I think it was my Instagram. Oh, and I posted like a spicy little nail picture on Instagram. If you guys want to follow it, that's at Tori Sterling underscore. Um, I posted like this like spicy little nail picture. And I think on that picture, someone commented that I should watch Housewives of Salt Lake City. And I don't know why I'm so weird, but I feel like I need to watch Housewives from season one, episode one. So I started Real Housewives of Orange County because you guys know I'm like caught up with Beverly Hills. It's very sad. I literally, I miss them every day. I was very attached to those women. But Housewives of Orange County, I started. Dude, season one, episode one of Orange County is like not even Housewives. It's literally like the pilot of the entire franchise. Um, there's like next to no drama. There's actually zero drama. Um, they barely know one another, it seems like. And they just follow the families around, which is fine. Like I found it interesting, but it also looks like I recorded it on like my pink razor in, 2000, in 2005. Like seriously, that's what it looks like. Um, so it's a very outdated show, but I'm like, okay, I can't like start on season eight because I'm going to miss so much. So I'm like, okay, got to start in season one, get through it. I'm on season two right now. But yesterday I went on Hulu to go watch season two and Salt Lake City was right there. And I was like, you know what? This is a new show. Like it's a new version of the housewives. So their season one is going to be very up to date. Like it's filmed in 2019. So the quality is going to be good. The drama is going to be spicy because like they obviously know what the housewives franchise wants. So I'm going to watch Salt Lake City and I am very much so addicted. I saw on Instagram that they didn't get signed for another season. I don't know if that's true or not, um, but I'm pretty addicted. I am on episode five, so my opinions might change, but I am obsessed with Lisa. Um, I don't know why. Like she, I, I could just watch an entire show of her, put her and Erica Jane on a show together and I'd watch it. Um, just them. That's all I need. I'm obsessed with her. Um, I think she's awesome. She makes me want to dye my hair brown and wear black eyeshadow. I'm obsessed with her. Um, I'm also obsessed with Meredith and the way that they talk. Like Lisa talks like this and she's so calm and never wears her arms in her coat sleeves and Meredith talks like this and is dating her husband and is so cool. Like I'm obsessed with them both. I think that they're awesome. Um, yeah, I, her name's Meredith, right? Um, I, I really like the whole cast. Um, what's the other girl, Heather, the blonde girl. She is so cute and so fun and so kind. I just really like the cast. Um, I think Jen plays it up for the cameras and she does a great job at it. Go off, sis. I, it always makes me wonder, are the housewives that create drama paid more? Because in my eyes, I feel like they should be paid more because one, they're on screen time more. Two, they're creating the storylines for the rest of the cast to follow. Like if Jen wasn't freaking out on Meredith, what would they have to talk about? Or freaking out on, um, oh God, I'm still learning everyone's names. The girl that married her grandfather. What's her name? Maggie? I don't think it's Maggie. Megan? God, why am I forgetting? I'm still learning everybody's names. Um, but yeah, like those people, I don't know. Like if they have drama, do they get more money? Because they're on the screen more. I don't know. I feel like they almost like should. So yeah, I'm obsessed with Lisa. I'm obsessed with um, Meredith. Is her name Margaret? 
No, it's Meredith. I'm still learning. Like, it takes me some time to like learn these housewives' names. Um, but I'm very obsessed with Salt Lake City. I highly recommend you guys start. It also makes me want to go to Salt Lake City. I've never been to Utah, but it's an interesting take on the show because they talk a lot about being Mormon and just things that like they don't really talk about in other locations of housewives. So I definitely want to uh, keep watching it. I'm very, very invested. Um, I moved yesterday. So while I'm recording this, it's Thursday and I have yet to move. Um, I move on Sunday, but when you guys are listening to this, I am settled into my new apartment and I can just tell for my future self that I'm going to be so excited and so happy that I moved in. I um, recorded everything for my YouTube, which my YouTube is going great. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, You guys are so kind and you guys are so supportive on my video comments. I just adore you guys. Um, but yeah, I post new YouTube videos every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern time. So go check. Um, I've posted three back so far and it feels really good. And yeah, I'm absolutely loving it. Um, this week I'm recording like a week in my life, which just reminds me I should turn on my camera to record me recording this podcast, which I'm doing right now, which you guys will see in the video that I post. That will be um, when is this video going live? This video is going live on Wednesday. So, uh, yeah, on Wednesday, it's like this week in my life. And then next week, it'll be my moving vlog where I like move into my apartment and stuff. And then I have really fun videos planned, like waking up at 5am for a week and cooking my own meals at home, Sunday resets, like very productive videos that I just want to bring value to someone's life. Like I just want someone to come onto my videos, feel happy and feel like they walked away with value at the end of it. I don't want them to feel like I just wasted 20 minutes of my life watching a video. Um, I want them to walk away after a 40-minute video saying, wow, like that really positively impacted my day today. Um, so that's really the message that I'm going for. But anyway, yeah, um, I moved yesterday. Hopefully it went great. Um, but I'm settled in my new apartment. And now that I'm settled in, video podcast will be starting soon. Those are going to be uploaded every Monday on my YouTube channel as well. And I want to start uploading spin videos every Friday also to my YouTube channel. So my YouTube channel is literally going to be a hodgepodge of me, but I feel like that's my life. Like when you guys watch my video that I'm posting on Wednesday, you will literally see that I'm constantly switching gears between podcasting, social media, creating the planners, doing stuff for Stride and doing stuff for like another project I'm working on. Like I'm constantly shifting gears and my YouTube channel is going to represent that as well. Like I don't fit in one lane. I have multiple lanes. I'm like a five lane highway. Um, my friend Chelsea made that reference years ago and I've never forgotten it. It is such a great comparison to life. Um, a five lane highway and I love it. So anyway, yeah, moved in. Hopefully that all went well. I hired movers. Hopefully they helped a ton. I'll update you guys next week on the move. But when you guys are listening to this, I am settled into my new apartment and I'm so jealous of you guys listening to this because my current self recording this is not moved into my apartment yet, but my future self is. Um, planners, I'm still chipping away at the planners. They are looking so good. I absolutely adore them and I can't wait for you guys to get your hands on them. I really, really think you guys are going to love them. Um, it's so exciting for me and it's been such a fun process to design them and to create them. So, um, I'm really hoping those will be completely done by the end of October. That is my goal so that I can get them into printing and hopefully do a pre-order by black Friday so that they can get shipped out to you guys in time for the holidays. That is my timeline. That is my plan. 
and I am so excited. All right, I think that is enough catch up because I really want you guys to get into this episode with Natalie Patterson. She is amazing. And like I said, you guys are going to absolutely love Natalie. She is the founder of InGarden. She is a scientist at heart, but transformed into a CEO once she realized not only her love for microgreens, but a need to change in the microgreen space. She saw a gap and took it and ran with it. And she has really valuable tools in here about becoming a CEO, what she's learned about being an entrepreneur, and of course, all the ins and outs of microgreens, the benefits they provide to your life and everything else. You guys will find incredible tools in this episode and I'm so excited for you guys to listen. So without further ado, here is Natalie Patterson from InGarden. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adopt ancestral ways of living in our modern day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list is truly endless. So from blue light glasses to red light therapy to EMF management and circadian friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. By far, my favorite product from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I love sauning, but the problem with the sauna is one, it's at the gym. Two, I normally like to sauna at night and I don't like to go to the gym at night. And three, I don't want to drive all the way to the gym just to sauna to walk out. I don't know why. I feel like the front desk people are like, this girl was here for 20 minutes and then she left. Yeah, I was. And I'm self-conscious about it. Okay. Sue me. Here's where Bond Charge came in and solved this issue. The solution that I was thinking was, okay, maybe I can buy my own sauna, but they are so expensive and they're also really big. You can't really bring them anywhere. I'm at the beach half the time. Like it just wouldn't really make sense. So instead I got the Bond Charge infrared sauna blanket. Oh my God. It solved every single problem that I had and it is the best thing I've ever done. So essentially what you do is you plug it in, you wait for it to heat up, which does not take long at all. Then you get in it your head stays out of the blanket and you can stay in this thing for literally ever. And you get all of the same effects of Asana. So you sweat, um, you get to like sweat out all of the gunk that's in your body from the day. I find myself really get way less stressed when I'm in the sauna blanket. I like to watch TV in the sauna blanket. Like I get all cozy, cozy. I put on the toast or Vanderpump rules or something like that. And it's just really, really nice. It helps me sleep better at night. It's just seriously the best thing ever. It's also really easy to clean. So every time I get in it, I know I have a fresh, clean sauna waiting for me. It's just the best thing ever. What's really cool is that Bond Charge ships worldwide and in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket with no hidden costs. They have really easy returns and exchanges. They even have a 30-day trial and they have a 12-month warranty. Go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off your first order. That's bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, then you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. 
And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that whenever I'm looking for someone specifically for whatever role it is that I'm looking for, like let's say a podcast producer or a video editor, I can put on Indeed exactly what I'm looking for and exactly the qualifications that I'm looking for, like experience, how many years of experience, things like that. And they will send me so many people that meet exactly what I'm looking for. Then the hardest part actually becomes narrowing down who it is that I want to interview and who it is I want to hire ultimately. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so that the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to Indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hi, Natalie. Welcome to Manifest. I'm so excited to have you on today. It is an absolute pleasure. So can you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and how you found a love that was so strong for microgreens that it made you want to actually start your own company? <laughs> this definitely has many answers to it. The The love runs deep. Um, I would say, uh, as I was just telling you before we started the recording, I love that you always tell a good story. So I figured why not, you know, dive into that a little bit with this question. So where does my love of microgreens come from? Uh, just quickly to start off for all you lovely listeners, uh, microgreens are simply miniature ver versions of the vegetables you already know and love. So, you know, just think from radish to broccoli to kale to arugula, right? All these vegetables we are aware of the mini tiny versions of them are microgreens. And so my love of microgreens definitely starts with my upbringing. Um, I grew up in New Zealand and in New Zealand, we are very, very connected with nature and, and the land and have a deep you know, respect for it, I suppose. And so getting to grow up in a very kind of like holistic environment definitely showed me the power of good health, you know, from food to also just, I suppose, you know, nature in itself is just very relaxing. You know, we get, we as humans have a very innate connection with it, even though in this modern world, we're a little bit detached. Um, definitely just started this foundation of good health in my life. Um, and then in my teenage years, I moved to Central City, London, which is exactly what you would imagine of a very urban, like fast paced lifestyle. I didn't have a balcony. I didn't have an outdoor space. Like there's, you know, one or two main parks in the city that you go to, but it's a bit of a journey. <laughs> so, you know, this, this paradox and kind of like contrast between my young childhood and now, you know, in my teenage years just showed me, okay, we need to do something here because 
I know that, you know, just like most of us know in your, in your recent episode, you mentioned with the five tips to healthy mindset and lifestyle, we all know deep down that we need to be eating fruits and vegetables and more whole foods. Like no one can deny, deny that fact that whole foods are where it at, where it is at. And so, you know, knowing that we have this need, but then also realizing that we do need ease and convenience and that's okay to admit, right? We need something that fits in our fast, (laughs) fast paced lifestyles where we're busy and we're entrepreneurs and we're conquering the world, right? We can't always have the best of both worlds, but thankfully because of modern tech more and more now we can. And so that's how kind of you know, the story of me and my, my experiences led me to this really need, like I need ease and convenience with high impact, high quality nutrition in my life. Like I needed that. I need that. Right. And I know most of us do. And so bringing in God and right into the space of growing microgreens at home in a very autonomous, hassle-free way literally combined every lived experience I ever had into solving all of these multiple problems I kind of saw in my own life and just in the health and wellness industry, you know, in totality. And so that's a nutshell of why my love runs so deep. I love that. And I remember when I first got in garden, that was really the first time that I was exposed to microgreens. I knew about them. Um, I knew what they were, but I never knew how to get them um, or even how to grow them because I myself am not much of a gardener. So when I first got the in garden, that was really the first time that I was able to explore microgreens. And when I saw, you know, kale, broccoli, I'm like, wait, this doesn't look like kale or broccoli, but it's like amazing that it really is just a little cute version of like kale and broccoli and everything that we already know. Um, So I think everyone already, you know, kind of knows what these microgreens are, but now it's just been really accessible for everyone to grow them, which I think is really, really cool. So since becoming a CEO and now having a company, a very successful one at that, What has been your biggest lesson or struggle that you want to share with my manifest listeners? Yes. Oh, this is, this is also a very fun one. And I'm definitely like on your note of accessibility of microgreens. I'm excited to definitely jump in more specifically, like why microgreens later on, but to answer your question of struggles slash, you know, lessons. I definitely, I know you and I could probably talk for hours of sharing stories of the ups and the downs of definitely pursuing a path that's um, the one not traditionally prescribed, right? For us um, younger generations, right? Um, My lesson that I've definitely learned is my friends and family and coworkers now get sick of me hearing, saying it and them hearing it, but teamwork makes the dream work. That is (laughs) the saying that I say all the time because throughout school, like, you know, even growing up, I was very much of a kind of lone wolf mentality. Like, listen, you know, stay focused. Like I can do it, you know, do a job the best, you know, save time from having to explain something to someone else like me just do it even in school when studying I'm like I don't want the distractions of other people like 
the the you know way to succeed is by doing it alone like that was very much my mentality and you know in many ways it did work right like distraction free staying focused staying honed in on your goal um goals it it, it works in in many ways however as i continued through school and kind of like my senior year of um undergrad and then obviously now into grad school i have learned you know that isn't true anymore because it's collaboration that stems new ideas. It's collaboration that you get to learn from other people. And, you know, even listening to this podcast, right? Like the point is that if you, you know, have resources and aren't using them, well, really like (laughs) the joke's on you in a sense. And so why I now see teamwork makes the dream work in the sense of running a business is because I'm a scientist. That's my expertise. You know, I, I used to think I had to know it all. I have another, another saying that I say that is my (laughs) fault is analysis paralysis in the sense of, I think that I need to analyze everything and learn about everything and understand how everything works. And I just kind of tend to overwhelm myself and, you know, wasn't making decisions because I thought that I had to do it all. I had to know it all myself, but I've learned through, you know, running a company that, Hey, that's not true. Like, everyone comes to the table with their expertise. Even, you know, you can probably relate with some of your, you know, trainers and and coaches at the studio. Like you make a beautiful, it's like, you know, making music together, right? It's the orchestra that makes the music, not a single player in that orchestra. And it's the same thing with running a company, right? Like, especially if you want to scale, especially if you want to change the lives of more people than just, you know, say your immediate surroundings, you, you're you going to need a helping hand. And, you know, with my expertise as a scientist, and not so much initially with the business side of things, I definitely had to like, humble myself and be like, hey, like, it's okay to you know, use your team to help you fight, like build that collaboration, build that network, because that's going to be the biggest driving, you know, difference to also helping you really hone in on what you're the expert on. You know, like I am a scientist. I have, you know, now someone working with PR and marketing and now, you know, more of the business and financial things. And like taking, like taking the, I suppose, you know, step back and realizing that, Hey, it's like, okay to delegate because guess what? You, you can't do everything, you know, perfectly that you, you know, you can try to do it all, but you're going to spread yourself thin and the quality of your work is going to quickly diminish. And so I think that's the biggest lesson I've learned is like, you know what, being a lone wolf today isn't necessarily the way to go. So don't be afraid to build yourself that team, to rely on others, to, you know, understand that to truly make your dream work, bringing people in on, on that is going to be one of the biggest, I suppose, things that's going to push you forward. I love that. And that reminds me of one of my favorite quotes. Um, And it says, you can do anything, but that doesn't mean you have to do everything. I mean, I feel like you and I are very similar in the sense that 
you know, we, we kind of want to have maybe control of certain things and it might be harder to give it up every now and then, but it really is once you learn to delegate and work with a team of people that, you know, maybe you lack in one department and they thrive in that department. So it's just going to make the company as a whole better. Um, just delegating out and giving up a little bit of your, you know, control or creative mind or whatever it might be out to someone else. It's, it's only going to help. It can't ever hurt. Exactly. I think, you know, it even applies to like working out, say with a friend, like having that accountability really does just help keep it fun, right? Like we don't need to hold the weight of the world on our shoulders because I think in today's society, it's kind of like propagated, like, you know, it's your say social media, it's your channel, like you're the face on it. Yet it's really that, you know, that individualism is good in many ways, but also I think diminishes how powerful a team, like a team can be to really like win. <laughs> that is definitely something I had to learn through the process, I suppose. Yes. Yes. And it takes time to learn, but once you're there, it's a good place to be. So let's go back to the accessibility of microgreens and specifically in garden. Um, tell me about that. Tell me about how you knew the way that in garden is so accessible that that is the future of microgreens. Yes. Oh, okay. So in garden, my, my beautiful baby, <laughs> I, right. When it comes to, you know, back to what I was saying about this crossroads between very, you know, high impact, high quality nutrition and the need for ease and convenience. So in a nutshell, um, elevator speech, I suppose, right? In garden is a hassle-free indoor smart garden for growing microgreens. And for me, this is key because as you mentioned, gardening isn't really a specialty and neither is it for me, right? Like I, one, I'm not home most of the time because I'm either, you know, teaching, I'm in classes, I'm in meetings, <laughs> I'm out and about, right? I'm, I just, I don't have time to monitor plants as much as I would love to be a good plant mama. Um, <laughs> I needed something to meet me in the middle. And I think, you know, on your most recent episode, you also mentioned like, easy doesn't mean lazy. I think, you know, when it comes to health, the actual opposite is true. The easier you can make high quality, you know, nutrition or your fitness routine, the easier you can make it for your life, the more you're going to stick to those positive habits. And so like why in God and why is in God in the future all comes back to understanding that, you know, what is like, what is the future of food? And it really is taking the power back in many ways with growing our food indoors, because, you know, we only have so much land <laughs> on the planet and being able to reconnect with our food is very, very powerful. And so I'm sure we've all made perhaps a recipe, even if it failed, you know, <laughs> we've, we've dabbled perhaps, I assume, um, in the process of making something from scratch. And when you do, I don't know what goes on, but I just find it more rewarding. I know that when I make a recipe from scratch, even if it isn't, you know, the most successful, it turns out the best, like it's exciting to eat. It's exciting to, to try. Like the fact you had your hands, you know, touching and mixing the ingredients from start to finish. Like there's just something so rewarding about that. And, you know, I think the same applies to 
getting nutrition straight from the source, right? (laughs) If my, you know, master's in food science has taught me anything is that we can't deny the power and the nutritional potency of getting our food as fresh as possible. And so with microgreens, especially because they, you know, are one of the most nutrient-dense foods that we can consume, even more so than whole vegetables. And just really quickly, what do I mean by nutrient density? I mean amount of nutrients packed into a singular space. So to, I suppose, quantify a little bit, my favorite microgreens personally I talk about them a lot are actually the red cabbage microgreens because they're this beautiful purple green color. They're just a very delicate kind of sweet notes with the taste. Um, And why I love them is because if you compare them to, you know, red cabbage microgreens compared to mature red cabbage, right? The vegetable I'm sure we've seen in the supermarket or perhaps had before. If you compare these two in terms of nutrient content, per serving. So equal serving size, what's the nutrient content specifically for our vitamins and minerals? So when it comes to the vitamin A, there is 230% more vitamin A in the microgreens compared to the red cabbage. There is 150% more folate, which is vitamin B9 in the microgreens than the red cabbage, mature red cabbage. There's 88% more manganese, which is a very essential mineral in the microgreens versus the mature red cabbage. And then This statistic definitely blows my mind, but nonetheless, it is verified. There is 2,150% more um, phosphorus in the microgreens than there is in the mature red cabbage. So understanding that, yes, microgreens are fun. Microgreens are cute. Nonetheless, they are like and a bomb of like explosion of essential vitamins and minerals, you know, more so than we can get from mature vegetables that, you know, we commonly know. And so I teach my students this phrase of getting the most bang for your nutritional buck, right? Your nutrition is an investment in yourself. So how can you get the most value for your money or value for the food value from the food you eat and getting and eating foods that are nutrient dense, like microgreens, you know, that is how you do it, right? Having an understanding that they are beautiful, they are fun, they are cute, but they are more than just a garnish, right? They are literally, you know, (laughs) creating such an impact on your health that considering you're getting from a whole food just adds another layer of benefit, right? Usually that those numbers is what we might get from a, a supplement or something, but getting that from a whole food source in an easy and convenient way, like that is, you know, coming back to the why in garden, right? That is what, what it is here. It is individual nutrition and getting, you know, something that is just so potent, right? But also making it easy for us, making it, you know, cost-effective and convenient is how we bridge that gap between making health and wellness easier for us. Totally. And how do you like to eat your microgreens? Do you put them on salads? Do you put them in sandwiches? Give me the skinny on how you eat yours. Yeah, that's what's honestly what's fun about, um, I think, microgreens. Perhaps you can comment on it as well with because, you know, 
we do give you a variety of different microgreens in one seed pack. So you get to have different tastes and different textures in a sense. Um, and for that, I kind of have fun pairing them with different dishes. So whether it's your breakfast, lunch, or dinner, you can add microgreens to your food and even say if you you know it's a friday night you're chilling on the sofa watching some netflix and you have a pizza by simply adding some microgreens on that pizza you are already you know boosting your health because you're adding that little extra kick of micronutrients micronutrients being those vitamins and minerals i was talking about right and so just knowing that it can go you know from breakfast time with your, I don't know, maybe avocado toast or even in your smoothies. Like, you know, we've all put say spinach or kale or something in our smoothies before. We'll put microgreens in there. And again, adding a punch to your meals or your lunch, a sandwich or on top of a soup or I don't know, whatever it might be in a, in a wrap, um, in on top of a bowl, right? Whatever it might be, you can add it in or for dinner on top of your, say, salmon and veggies or your pasta, right? Um, microgreens can be there. And knowing that it's right there on your countertop, like insight in mind is going to help you remember, you know, to eat them. And I think something we might all experience when it comes to produce is accidentally forgetting it in the fridge and then realizing that it rotted, especially when it comes to more delicate things like herbs or like microgreens, you know, and at the end of the day, that's food waste, which is sad. And that's also money wasted, which is sad and good nutrition wasted, which is sad. So, you know, having something that is going to solve these problems is so important for me. Um, and knowing that it can be fun at the same time and, you know, doesn't have to be hard and fun and tasty. And that variety is what I needed, right? It isn't just one food type that you can add it to. It's anything pretty much. Um, and then, you know, a little extension on that. If you are a bit more creative in the kitchen, you could make, you know, a hummus or a pesto or even infuse like an olive oil with the microgreens. You know, you could take it where you want it. That's what's so great because again, microgreens are simply a whole food, a vegetable that you already know, right? They're just the baby versions. <laughs> yes. Yes. So cute. And you mentioned the design of them. You like knocked it out of the park with the design. These little gardens i'm not kidding they're so cute and they sit on your counter and it looks like decor and it's so adorable it's it's the best thing ever i'm moving to an apartment on sunday so in a couple of days and i'm so excited and one of the first things i'm doing is setting up my in garden because it look i'm not kidding it goes with the decor of my apartment <laughs> i definitely had a priority for aesthetics because i think you know with everything it needed to be sophisticated. It needed to be sleek or else we won't want it. Like I don't want something bulky and ugly and like taking up too much space like on my countertop, you know, it, it has to be again, back to, I suppose, accessible. 
I think beauty, you know, <laughs> aesthetic vibes have to be immaculate. I completely, completely agree. So once you have your in-garden on your counter and it's, you know, it's flourishing, it's looking beautiful, it's ready to go, how do you harvest it? What's the best way to do this? And how long does it keep once you do harvest them? So another fun thing about microgreens, besides their, you know, nutrient density and just uh, potency, is how quickly they grow. In one week, right, seven days, you can go from, you know, watering the seed mats to harvesting the microgreens. And what that means is simply cutting them with a pair of scissors and adding them to your dishes, right? It, it's so simple. It almost hurts. And like for me, that kind of like autonomous design, right? The watering system does it itself. You just have to water, you know, put water in the ceramic bowl once a week, right? The the lighting system goes on and off automatically. Again, super important because we, as much as we like to pretend, have the time to <laughs> put into, you know, the effort for such things. We just, let's be realistic with ourselves, right? Because that's how we're going to make our goals attainable. If we just be realistic and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to find whatever thing I can to fit my lifestyle and make it a bit of me. And so in terms of harvesting, again, in a week, just cut them with a pair of scissors. And, you know, when it comes to growth cycles, what like I advise is simply cut them when you need them, right? You don't need to cut them and store them in the fridge. Just keep them growing until you need them because you will use them, right? Because of how many dishes you can use them on and how they really, you know, for those who might not like the, the idea of having to have like big servings of vegetables, well, this is like the perfect avenue for you because you can get the same value from smaller serving sizes, if that makes sense. Like you don't have to eat massive quantities to get the same benefit because of how nutrient dense these microgreens are. And I think that is definitely, um, I suppose, put some of us at peace. <laughs> yes. And I, I feel like not enough people know how nutritious and easy microgreens are to not only attain, but to grow and just how good they are for you. Um, do you feel like that's part of your mission with InGarden just to make it more accessible to everyone and just you know, like what we were talking about, just because it's easy doesn't mean it's wrong or that there's a simple way around it. Like sometimes it's just easy. Yeah. No, I really appreciate you asking that because like, like I said, at the end of the day, I'm a scientist and, you know, my team back to teamwork um, definitely has to nudge me be to be like, hey, you're a businesswoman too now. Like, don't forget because I do like I, I, I want all I like wish for and hope for is that you know, through education, we all realize that one, health doesn't have to be complicated or hard. And two, the, the, the best strategy for health is the one that works for you. The, the one that you've personalized to yourself, not what such and such influencers is doing. Not, you know, I think you, you talked about this, like it, uh, it doesn't have to be a workout three days, not four, because four is bad for blood. But, you know, you, you mentioned that in your last episode and I couldn't agree more. Um, and so, yes, yes, I'm here today to talk about microgreens, obviously specifically in garden microgreens. Nonetheless, like even if you as a listener, you just 
type in the website, right? Go to anglarden.com and look for yourself to see what we're talking about. Like that is a step in the right direction. Even if you go to your local supermarket or farmer's market and buy some and try some, right? That is a step in the right direction. Whatever step, you know, it is, even if it's, I don't know, listening to this podcast, right? That listening to this episode, that's a step in the right direction because, you know, knowledge is power. We all know that saying, but I think, you know, self-knowledge is self-empowerment and understanding how we can empower ourselves with these smart tools is going to make the difference because I'm sure like our parents or perhaps grandparents might've like, you know, laughed at us about, you know, our love of cell phones or our iPhones. But now I see, you know, my mom is more tech savvy than me when it comes to the iPhone. I'm just like, what is going on here? In the sense of like these smart devices, maybe we were resisting at first, but like, think about it. I don't go anywhere without using Google maps now. Like, like, I I can't, you know, it's just, we, we at first might be resistant to some of these new tools and, you know, you and I were talking about before we started recording the oversaturation of information out there. And some might be listening to this episode and be like, oh my God, like I was just trying to (laughs) get started and this is a bit complicated, but I'm here to say microgreens aren't complicated. Microgreens are a part of your easy solution to incorporating more whole foods into your diet that, you know, that need of convenience is so key because think about it. If you're hungry, if you're in a rush, you go for the quick, convenient food, which typically is the unhealthier stuff. <laughs> but if we can make the healthy stuff equally as you know fast food for us, whether it be you meal prepping, whether it be you having a smart garden in your house, if it's in garden or if it's not in garden, that is going to help you. So using these tools to our you know, advantage is definitely a mission of mine. And then also just, I suppose, exposing microgreens because I think back when kombucha was first new and we're like, what on earth is that? But I think most people know what kombucha is, even if it's someone who's not into health, I think they know what kombucha is and perhaps laugh at it. Nonetheless, like it's time for microgreens to get the attention they deserve um, because of how nutritionally powerful they are and how you know easy they are to incorporate into our life because they're not some wishy-washy, I don't know, supplement or strange, you know, exotic health food. No, they're simply vegetables, <laughs> mini versions of the yeah. vegetables you know already. And so that should be, I suppose, inviting in a sense. Um, so yeah, education is my is my mission. And really, I suppose helping people make new like high impact nutrition accessible is our mission here at Ingarden. I love that. And I love the mission. I love what you guys are doing. And I truly cannot wait to see where the brand is, even in five years. I can't even think about how like incredible it's going to be in 20 years, but I'm so excited to see it continue to grow and just continue to see more people talk about microgreens, eat microgreens. Maybe we'll start seeing it in more restaurants. I'm I'm so excited for the future and for you. I really am. So Natalie, I have one final question. Oh my God, of course, of course. So I have one final question. If my listeners want to turn their passion into a career, much like what you did, what advice would you give them to just starting? Ooh, 
ah, you know, something I, again, love about you, as I said, I'm low-key obsessed with you and your podcast is how many great tips you give. And so this is definitely, oh, this is a great question. Um, and I think it ties back to the theme I was saying before of, um, you know, teamwork makes the dream work and kind of like a, a, a side note from that, right? You are listening to this podcast right now. You have a passion. You, you know, you're in a place where you're willing to explore, right? You're willing to explore that passion. And what is your podcast right now? It's manifest. And I kind of was trying to, I suppose, make meaning of that and what, you know, how I would define it. And something you've said before in other episodes is it's, actionable, right? Manifestation, I think even, you know, manifestation or meditation or like law of attraction, all that stuff kind of gets a bad rap these days of it as if it's some like untangible wishy-washy stuff. But again, as a scientist, I'm here to tell you that <laughs> quantum physics has verified things such as manifestation in the sense of when you think of that future self of what you want, and what you will be doing, when you allow your brain to think and be there, it then starts this like kind of catalyst of reactions in the sense of allowing new, I suppose, neural pathways to allow you to now take those feelings and start acting on those feelings because how you manifest things is through action. And so, you know, in terms of my, my tip or advice, it's, Related to my theme of teamwork makes the dream work because it's to use your resources, you know, manifest, visualize what you want and then take action on that. And one way you can take action on that is by using your resources in the sense of, you know, does your parents work with someone or do you have a professor at your school who knows someone or a friend of a friend or whoever it might be, a coworker, whatever it might be, use your resources to get the ball rolling on what you need to accomplish to get to where you want to go with your goals. Because that, you know, collaboration there, really it's accessible, right? It's the, the tools are there. We just have to use them. And even if it's just one person who can point you in the right direction, and then that points you in another way and that kind of domino effect, right? I think that is what is going to make the difference to you manifesting your dreams and really taking action, right? Is going to be that step forward and not letting your mind be the barrier, right? Listen to the <laughs> five healthy mindset um, <laughs> tips episode and, you know, start acting. Cause I think, I think we get overwhelmed, you know, as I said, analysis paralysis over here in the sense of the planning, the, the thinking, the, what if this, what if that, no, like, just give it a go. Like, just start, just start yesterday, <laughs> just go, just go for it and learn, learn from the ups and the downs. And that's really just gonna, you know, start the process. And once I think getting started is, is, is the hardest part, but once we're, once yeah. we're going, we figure out, Hey, I can do this, right. Prove yourself. Right. <laughs> yes. I love that. And it's right on with what we talk about here on manifest. I have a whole episode that's literally titled the hardest part is starting. So yeah. Completely nailed it. Completely nailed it. 
It has been such a pleasure having you on today's episode. Where can everyone find you and find InGarden? How can they get started growing their own microgreens? Yes. Oh my goodness. So as I mentioned, the website is definitely the best place to start, InGarden.com. Because again, pictures worth a thousand words. Um, so to help visualize the microgreens, the InGarden, you know, smart garden itself, I think that's definitely helpful on social medias from Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, etc. We are in garden underscore com. And we definitely have a lot of fun graphics in terms of like recipes and stuff will definitely make you hungry when you look at them. Um, and then there's, of course, like me talking about some you know scientific topics. If you're interested a little bit more on the details of kind of the like scientific verification that we definitely uh, put forward here in garden. Um, all that jazz. That's where you can find it. And I do know that we have a discount code as well um, for the manifest listeners, which is manifest 20 because 20% off uh, can help help us all um, regardless. And so if you do choose in garden as your method of attack, um, that is what you can use. Perfect. And I need to have you back on so that we can dive way deeper into this the physics of manifest. I need to know all about that. So you're coming back on right here. It's no questions asked. You're coming back on very soon. Listeners, we've just become best friends. You know, we really did. I want to thank you again so, so much. This has been such a pleasure having you on. I can't wait for our next episode together. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. So excited. So yeah, thank you again. And I can't wait for all of our listeners to start growing their own microgreens. Thank you so much for having me. It has been a true delight. Guys, I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please go show Natalie and In Garden so much love for coming on the podcast today. Um, again, I have an In Garden myself, and once I move, which now I'm here, my In Garden will be set up into my apartment, and I cannot wait to start growing my own microgreens um, in my new place and just thrive once again. So please go show Natalie so much love, and guys, thank you so so, so, so much for always accepting the space that Manifest is, for providing so much love and care and happiness into the podcast world. You guys are the absolute best audience in the world, and I could not thank you guys enough. So I hope you all have an amazing week, and I'll talk to you guys next Monday. Bye. Bye.